Good morning for Wednesday, November 20, 2013. Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news on the front page today. Afghans demand that U.S. admit errors. Perks ease way in health plans for lawmakers. And Beirut bombings strike at Iran as Assad's ally. In today's national headlines, safer cities try telling this neighborhood. Reed is preparing to move for limits on filibuster and Supreme Court rejects bid to block Texas abortion law. In today's business headlines, in J.P. Morgan deal, U.S. aimed at bottom line. Settlement offers look into mortgage machine, and municipalities' bankruptcy may create a new template. There will be more business stories, more national and world news, a roundup from the sports page, and New York Times columnist Maureen Dowd. Now from the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top stories written from Kabul by Rod Nordland. It's titled, Afghans Demand That U.S. Admit Errors. Months of fraught negotiations and public posturing over how a long-term American military force could remain in Afghanistan have suddenly come down to a demand for a single personal gesture a display of contrition by President Obama for military mistakes that have hurt Afghans. Afghan officials said Tuesday that in return for such a letter from Obama, President Hamid Karzai would end his opposition to American counterterrorism raids on private Afghan homes, one of the most contentious issues between allies over a dozen-year war, clearing the way for an agreement to keep a smaller American troop force in the country past the 2014 withdrawal deadline, as described by Karzai's spokesman, Aymad al-Faizi, the letter would be tantamount to an apology, though he did not use that word. But not even that would be enough to ensure the final passage of a security agreement the United States is pressed to have in hand before next year. The Afghans have made final approval subject to an Afghan Grand Council of Elders, a loyal jirga, that is to begin meeting on Thursday, and aspects of the security deal remain deeply unpopular with the public. The White House spokesman Jay Carney would not confirm details on Tuesday, but he nodded to the potential deal-breaking potential of the meeting. There are ongoing negotiations, he said. I would simply say this agreement is not reached until it goes through the Loya Jirga. Afghan and American officials said that the potential for a breakthrough was opened by a phone call from Secretary of State John Kerry to Karzai on Tuesday. According to Faizi, Kerry offered to write a letter assuring the importance of an agreement and acknowledging American mistakes, and Karzai issued a counteroffer. He would compromise if the letter was from Obama instead. Faizi and Kerry agreed to those terms, but Susan Rice, the national security advisor, flatly denied in an interview with CNN on Tuesday night that there would be any presidential apology. There is not a need for the United States to apologize to Afghanistan, Rice said. Quite the contrary. We have sacrificed and supported them in their democratic progress and in tackling the insurgency and al-Qaeda. A senior State Department official, speaking on condition of anonymity, was more noncommittal, saying that a letter acknowledging past issues like civilian casualties was a possibility being weighed. We will consider his request for reassurances, including the option of a letter from the administration stating our position, the official said. Under the Afghan description, in return for the letter, Karzai would accept wording that allowed American special operations raids to search and detain militants within Afghan homes. 
but only under extraordinary circumstances to save the lives of American soldiers. That would seem to hamper the intent behind those operations, which American commanders have said are critical to taking the fight directly to terrorist groups 